Warning, this podcast contains adult content, including frank descriptions of sex, and lots and lots of swear words. Enjoy. Bend over the bed. He pulled his shirt over his head, revealing every inch of golden skin and hard muscles. You need to be punished. Yes, sir. I walked to the bed, putting a little extra swing in my step. I felt his eyes on me as I went and knew I'd pay for the teasing. My pussy throbbed at the thought. I put my hands on the bed and my ass in the air. A moment later, I heard Gavin walking toward me. I tensed in anticipation, waiting to feel his hand on my skin. But it didn't come. Instead, I heard a drawer open and looked over. Face forward, he snapped. There was no anger in his voice, and I obeyed immediately. A moment later, I felt the brush of soft leather and knew what he'd gotten. More than once, he said he'd wanted to use a flogger on me. It looked like tonight was going to be the night. No! Stop! 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 stop. All done. Stop. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. It's fine. Oh, my God. It's just, it's just bringing back memories of reading this book. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Neil. And I'm Claire. And this is FMK Lit. <laughs> Where we read two romance novels. A straight one and a queer one. And then we play Fuck, Mary Kill with the characters. And we have so many spoilers. We spoil these books. So we spoil these books. <laughs> so if you want a review that is without spoilers, this is not the place for that. This is not the place for that. No. But um, you're welcome to go out and get that book. Mm-hmm. Come back. Mm-hmm. Listen to this podcast and mm-hmm. yell at us while you're on the treadmill. Right, right, right. Here's something that you can rely on. Every book that we read is worth talking about. Indubitably. Right. So and if you boy, have- do we have doozies today. <laughs> so if you, wanna, if you want a book to talk about, go ahead and read the book and then, you know, listen yeah. to us and yell at us and it's fine. Yeah, that sounds good. Great. Great. Uh, hey, Claire. Yes, Neil. What's got you hot and bothered? Um. Well, today is a special day. Is it? Yes. How so? Well, it's because our fair Christine oh my God. has given us a treat. Uh-huh. Um, she made us <laughs> Blancmage. <laughs> if you've listened to this show from the beginning. Very first episode. The very first episode. Uh, that book had a recipe for Blancmange in it. And mm-hmm. Neil and I both felt like we'd missed an opportunity. We both thought to make it and then were too busy to make it. Right. Which um, means that, I, you know, conceivably we would have shown up here with two Blancmanges. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, that would have been amazing. <laughs> but what has happened instead is something that's even greater. Even greater. Even greater than that. Christine... Went out and got a big old cake dick mold. (laughs) (laughs) And we have now eaten the softest, whitest dick. (laughs) Uh, Christine and Claire each had a ball. I had the head. Um... And it was actually good. It was it was very I, delicious. I was trepidatious, like an oldie timey British dessert. It could have gone wrong so easily. <laughs> but it was actually quite good. It was so good. It We've, was delightful. We posted pictures and video to the socials. So to check the it socials. Out. But yeah, oh my god. My favorite days are when we come in and Christine's like, 
Oh, I made something for you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It was just oh, oh, so, so exciting. Good. So exciting. Uh, so it was like, oh, happy, 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 happy. It was wiggly. It was jiggly. It was wrinkly. It was, <laughs> it was milky. Smack the balls. <laughs> we did. We had to sort of smack it around a little yeah, yeah, bit yeah, to get yeah. it out of the mold. Um, yeah. And oh they had little God. chocolate like pubic hairs. Uh-huh. And some whipped cream. Mm-hmm. Guess where that was, no. listeners. <laughs> it was it was actually quite good. Yeah, it was very good. Like a vanilla pudding. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, or like a horchata pudding. Yeah, yeah. but like a slightly different texture. Mm-hmm. It was a little a little firmer. Yeah. Which yeah. I appreciate. Yeah, no, it was great. It was mm-hmm. it was delicious and it was super fun. <laughs> That's the munch of it. <laughs> <laughs> So that's where I am. And Neil. Yes. What's got you hot and or and bothered? I, I don't know. I said too many additional words. That's fine. Um, so just to give you an update about where I am in my life. So as we're recording this, um, I'm very busy. Like work is a little nuts. I'm in rehearsals for a show. Um, we st- have started recording again and I have other projects going on. So I'm just very busy to the point that it's just like, oh my God, I need to like force myself to take some time to just sort of like sit down and, you know, find a bit of Zen in my life. Um, so the other night I was getting into bed and my foot went through my fitted sheet. So there was a hole in my fitted sheet, almost the length of my forearm, just like all of a sudden. And then I was like, I, and that night I had stayed up too late getting work done and I got into bed and I was like, oh wait, I need to send those two emails. So I got up again to send emails and then I was climbing into bed and I put my foot through my fitted sheet and I was like, obviously I need to get fitted sheets, but do I want to get a new bed? Cause I have a full. So I'm like, maybe I should get a queen. Oh, but that means getting the bed frame and the mattress and the mattress topper and the seat, the sheet set. I don't have that kind of money. How long am I going to have this hole in my sheet? It was... Uh, so that's where I am. Just to give everyone an update on Neil's ridiculous life. That was a give a mouse a cookie moment. Like it you was! Could, you could go out and get a new set of sheets. Right, but then it's like, do I want to spend money on, new, on a new set of sheets that I'm probably going to replace anyway when I get the new bed? Or do I just want to stick it out until I get the new right, bed? but when are you going to get the new bed? Who knows? Well, then why not get the new sheets? Oh, I don't know when I'm getting the new sheets either, Claire. <laughs> You ask me this like I'm a functioning adult. <laughs> we all know that's not true. Do you want to stop by Target on the way home? I mean, maybe. But we could do that. Maybe. Yeah, let's go. We'll go anyway, to Target after. So I just I've never had this <laughs> I've never had this happen to me before. No, that's incredible. It's like you're it's like it's like you're Neil Smash now. Yeah. But fabric. I smashed through <laughs> fabric. So it's just like my life is such that I put my foot through a sheet. So now I have to sleep around the hole. <laughs> the face that Claire just made it was, was so sad. Okay, so we're going to Target this afterwards, is, everybody. We will is, update the socials. Sure. Sure, 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 sure. Or we won't because I can't 
handle it who knows (laughs) we're gonna get to target and it's gonna be like why are we here oh my god what is happening (laughs) and then i'm gonna spend four hundred dollars on everything except sheets because it's target Ooh, let's go to target no you'll get prezzy i don't have money (laughs) just like you need sheets i do need sheets you can't sleep around a hole i've done it before do you only have one set of sheets i do i used to have another set of sheets but then those wore through also but like in a I didn't put my foot through it, but it's just like, oh, these, it's time to replace these. But I have this other set, so I have time to replace it. That was a while ago. Ah, I see. I am not a functioning adult, Claire. I cannot stress this enough. Let's go to Target. I don't want to. Well, we're going. Okay. You need new sheets. Yeah. <laughs> but I also want a new bed. But you, I mean, but you can't, like, just have the one set. So, um, readers, <laughs> if <laughs> this is Claire's fireside chat, uh, one of these days we're gonna start up a Patreon and it will be called Buy Neil Sheets. <laughs> <laughs> and if you donate enough, you'll get to see them in person. <laughs> Because I'll invite you over for tea and be like, oh, look at these beautiful sheets that I bought. Unless they're hot, then I'll fuck you. Ooh. 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 Anyway. Let's break some sheets. <laughs> I already did. That's the problem. I know, but then we'll have a Patreon so you can get more. Great. That's great. great, great. It's anyway, let's talk sheets. about books, shall we? Oh, all right. So I picked books. You did. I picked French Connection Club Privé, book one by M.S. Parker, and Adrift Cruising Series, book one by L.A. Witt. And the theme was European vacations. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, these were both. Uh, and there were a few books that looked good, but it was like people from other parts of the English speaking world going on vacation. And I specifically wanted Americans going on vacation because I took a European vacation. You're taking a European vacation. Christine, plan a European vacation. I would like to. Great. Great. That's good. So that's, that's why I picked these books. So let's get into it. Let's do it. Adrift. Cruising Book One by L.A. Witt. After Andrew Wentz loses his job, his parents take pity and invite him to join them on a Mediterranean cruise. He jumps at the chance, but once he's aboard, he feels guilty. Shouldn't he be figuring out what to do with his pathetic life instead of lazing around on a ship? The cruise was supposed to be Eric Schofield's honeymoon, but one cheating fiancé later, he's traveling solo. Fine. He's been working too much anyway, so a vacation is exactly what the doctor ordered. He's on a boat with plenty of hot men, and he's determined to invite as many of them as he can into his stateroom's king-sized bed. When the two men run into each other, literally, it's crush at first sight. Now Andrew can't think of anyone else, and Eric only wants one man in his bed. The sparks fly, and it's the perfect vacation fling, especially since ten days isn't nearly enough time to develop feelings. At least, it's not supposed to be. This transgender gay romance is 49,000 words. So that was that book. Hey! I said the name of the title, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes I forget. No. So that was that book. Yeah, uh, that book. Claire. Uh-huh. What's this book about? Uh, yeah, that's that. Okay. Actually, yes. Yeah, good. Um, <laughs> uh, this was... Okay. Okay, here's the thing, everybody. Here's the thing. Neil and I complain all the time about how irrational the people we read in these books are. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, these two people 
are the single most rational adults we've ever read. Yeah. And not only that, like, throughout the book, they are, like, they have their hang-ups. Yes. But they're reasonable hang-ups. Yeah. And they're both very rational. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, we're having sex, and that's great. And then later, they're like, oh, well, but it's just sex. And they both go, yes. Uh-huh. And then later, they're like, oh, I can't get you out of my head. Um, I think we should have sex more often. And one of them goes... I actually think we should put the brakes on this because I'm starting to have feels and it's not a good time for me. And then I was like, got it. Thank you very much for being open about this. Okay, great. And the next is like, okay, I've, I've rethought this and my feels are too big even now. So I kind of like to maybe get something started. And I was like, great. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. I'm up for it. I've obviously already expressed that. It's like, yeah, okay, but I may have to take it slow or we may have to like really consider things as we go. And it was like, yes. End of book. Like, yeah like they were like uh-huh like uh-huh. the whole time like the miscommunications they had were slight and mm-hmm. easily gotten over yeah and and oh hey this is how i like to have sex oh that works for me too these are these are things that i don't like oh okay great yeah right good to know and it's like oh and you may need to understand this about me before we have sex oh okay okay like uh just so you know that scares me a little bit and the other one's like i understand that that makes total sense thank you Thank you for acknowledging that. Um, Let's start having sex. Great. Great. Oh, by the way, this and this. Okay. Great. Let's do it. It's amazing. Oh, my God. Yeah. I love it so much. (laughs) Oh, it was so refreshing. It was. To have, because for me, part of the, part of my issue isn't that the characters in these novels, like, have such strong feelings, is that they aren't even remotely self-reflective about it. Right. But these characters are like, okay, I'm like kind of obsessed with this guy right now. That's weird, right? Like that's unusual. And like, I'm not saying that my feelings are bad or wrong, but like, well, I'm I'm taken surprised by this and I guess I'll just have to like be careful about it. But I'm also still feeling all these feels and want to jump into bed with him. So I'm just going to do that. Yeah. And there we go. It was great. Yeah, no, okay. So, um, Andrew's on vacation with his parents. Mm -hmm. Um, Andrew is having a very hard time with job stuff. Yeah, he just graduated from his master's program, right? Right, well, but he's, he graduated actually a while ago, Mm. and he's he's been putting his MBA to use at a job that he didn't care about. Oh, okay. And then he was let go from that job. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was kind of happy to be let go from the job because he didn't care about it, but he was also having a hell of a time finding another job. Right. And in part because he was depressed, so he felt like he wasn't being able to put his NBA to use. Mm-hmm. He didn't even know what he wanted to do anymore. Mm-hmm. He didn't know if what he was doing was right. And he thought, like, well, maybe it's because I'm, like, terrible at everything. Mm-hmm. Which is one... Or maybe I made a wrong choice. Right. I spent which all is... this time getting this And that's also 100% what everybody goes yeah, through when yeah, they've yeah, been yeah. in a bad job. And they think, well, maybe, I, uh, maybe it's because I'm useless. Mm-hmm. And his parents are like... Well, that's not true. Mm-hmm. Come on this vacation with us since you have time. And the whole time he's thinking about, like, this is a waste of my time. Mm-hmm. Like I should I be sh- looking for jobs. Right, I shouldn't be indulging in something that I myself couldn't afford. And I'm already, like... Indebted to my parents. Right, indebted and- to my parents. So he's feeling guilty the whole time. Meanwhile, Eric is there. Um, oh. And Eric... Uh, Eric and his fiance have just broken up because his fiance was having an affair mm-hmm. and Eric has like they had scheduled this 
amazing honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Like, so they were going to do this cruise and then followed up with two weeks in but, Italy. But there's stuff before it too. He'd already yeah. been to London and, and Paris. Paris. Yeah. And then he went to the Mediterranean for the cruise and then two weeks in Rome. Yeah. Like, Ooh. it was a fucking amazing vacation. Yeah. That was non refundable, as was the ring. The ring. He he had the ring engraved, and then he found out his fiance was cheating on him. He's like, "Well, I can't return the ring either." So he threw it into the ocean. Yeah, at, at some point, at a you know pivotal emotional moment in the book. Right, right, right. So like, um, oh my god! That but also, so he's a he's a tech tech guy. Mm-hmm. He's cybersecurity. Right, cybersecurity. He'd founded this company, and since fi- founding the company, he had not taken any time off. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't just that this was a big like um honeymoon Mm -hmm. it was also the first time he'd been taken any personal time right but then also because it is a honeymoon like when he gets onto the cruise it's the stateroom and there's like flower petals on the bed and i'm sure every single step of the way it's like the honeymoon suite the honeymoon whatever whatever so i'm sure there are constant reminders on the whole trip of like oh this was supposed to be your honeymoon yeah yeah well and especially the cruise in particular because the rest of it he could just like go through like cities and stay in hotels mm-hmm, or whatever mm-hmm. but this one specifically right, right, was right. geared towards the honeymoon so um so he's having a rough time he's also concerned about job things so it's mm-hmm. not just that he's heartbroken mm-hmm. he's also really thinking about his work the whole time Yeah, because it's his first time being away from this company since he founded it yeah uh can i mention kelly yeah his assistant who he calls her a few times just to sort of check in and she's like Go away. You're on vacation. <laughs> We're fine. And there's one there's one point where like later later on and she's basically like, So you're on this boat all by yourself. Are you getting laid? Like yeah. she's sort of like being like, Oh, you're like having fun, right? I mean like you're off in Europe, so you're like having and he's like Oh, I heard that some people have um, professional relationships with their assistants. And her response is, hashtag fake news. <laughs> she was so good. Like, the whole time, she was like, we're good. You're on vacation. Stop bugging me about it. Go have fun. Yep. She was great. No, no, she was great. And I think, um, also, he worked with his brother. So his brother was there. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And Kelly... And I think Eric, too, also mentions, like, that he hasn't actually given his brother an opportunity to shine. Right. Because he's been working so hard. Mm-hmm. And Kelly's like, you have to trust us. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that was, it was nice. So, uh, Andrew and Eric run into each other on the boat. Literally. In- yes, literally. Instant crush. Instant um, crush. And I liked, too, that both of them were, like, Oh my god, he's so hot. Oh my god, he's catching me staring at him. Oh my god, I just like tripped over myself like an idiot. I hope he didn't see. Oh my god, he totally saw. They were both doing that. Yeah, like yeah, they yeah. were both really like flustered by the situation. Yeah, flustered and so in this really, adorable way. Yeah, and it, it's written in a way that like I think it starts with Andrew sort of makes a fool of himself. I mean like, oh poor Andrew. And then the next chapter is from Eric's perspective and he's like, Oh, I guess he sort of tripped, but then like the next day I did this dumb thing. And it's like, oh, they're both like d- d- overcome by feels in yeah. a really cute way. Yeah, yeah. And so and they both end up going to the one gay night at mm-hmm. the bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's because it's not a gay cruise. It's just it's a regular cruise. But there's an LGBTQ night. <laughs> right. And it's like teeny. 
it is. Can I? I have a uh, something to read. I have a little yeah, quote yeah, yeah. about that. Um, where was? It? Oh, so he's he. This is uh, Andrew had heard about it and was like, mm, I don't know if I want to check it out because he's like on this cruise, but he's just not feeling it. But he's this with is, his parents. Yeah, towards the beginning of the cruise, so he's sort of like trying to. And his mom is super controlling. Yeah, they. I mean, they not butt, in not in butt, a terrible way. Heads. No, they're just like it's a normal parent. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, kid yeah, yeah. Relationship. But at the same time, she's, oh, and I shouldn't say kid. He's in his thirties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, both of the parents are like, "We're we're treating you. Have fun. Like this yeah, is yeah, for yeah. you to have fun. We know you've been stressed out. So just it's just that he and his mom are very similar. So yeah. they butt heads a lot. Sort of like me and my mom. Uh anyway. Um, so he's walking past the thing and. Andrew says, I must have telegraphed queer pretty strongly because they waved me in without a word. I didn't bother thinking about whether or not that offended me. I'm like, wait, what? I, I was a little, okay. Okay. So Claire and I went to a wedding recently. It was a lovely wedding. It was. It was one of the straightest events I've ever been to in a very long time. And there were... Two, at least two people who went out of their way to basically be like, oh, well, you know, I'm not making any assumptions about you, blah, 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 blah. And I think they assumed, like, oh, this woman is with this, like, her boyfriend's gay and nobody knows it. <laughs> or they were like, oh, I don't want to offend you by assuming that you're gay. I'm like, no, this floral printed shirt and these painted nails. Like, I almost wore makeup today. Like, I'm going out of my way. I want you to know how gay I am. <laughs> and that's how I feel every single day of my life. It's like, I want you to know how gay I am. I'm not trying to hide this. This is me, ladies, gentlemen, and everyone else. So I just think it was so weird. It's like, oh, well, I don't know if I'm offended by the fact that they picked up on the fact that I'm gay. It's like, no, uh, um... Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That. That. I can. Uh, well. But. Um. So then they meet each other, and in they they like immediately. It's like they're the first two people they see at this bar, mm-hmm. and they immediately start talking, and then they're like, "Let's get the fuck out of here and have sex." Mm-hmm. And they do. Mm-hmm. Well, super cute. There was one part that was really cute. They were standing. They stepped outside to sort of talk because, of course, there was like club music in there, and they were talking. They were basically like, "So we're gonna go fuck, right?" Yeah. 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 And Eric is like, have you ever fucked someone you haven't kissed before? And I'm just like, no. And Eric's like, well? <laughs> so then they make out. Like, yeah. I thought that was really cute. Yeah, I thought so uh. too. Um, so then, and that's the first time in the book when, they, uh, when they're going to go back to the room that um, Eric brings up that he's, uh, that he's a trans man. Mm-hmm. And you don't hear that the whole rest of the book. Like, that's not, like, the big intro of his mm-hmm, character. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, now it's important to know mm-hmm. for this other character. Mm-hmm. And Andrew's just like, okay, I've, I've never had sex with anybody who's transitioning, so I don't, I don't know. Eh. <laughs> and he's like, so you're gonna have to guide me. But he's not weird about it. Mm-hmm. He's not, like, upset about it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, he's, and he's very open and honest. Like, I've never done that before, so you have to guide me. And um and and eric's like yeah no problem like i've 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 done that before yeah so but as long as you're cool Mm -hmm. and he's like yeah i'm cool and something so i didn't i obviously i read like the the description of the novel i didn't read that last bit that said it was a trans gay romance and looking at this on amazon it was under 
gay romance as opposed to trans romance because those are different things on Amazon. So I had no idea. Like, usually it's telegraphed a lot more that there is going to be a trans character. But in my experience, I wasn't expecting it. And then all of a sudden, Eric's like, so I'm trans. And Andrew's like, oh, okay, this is new for me. So we're like, are you okay that this is new for me? And you might hear it. And Eric's like, yeah, sure, let's figure it out. And everybody just moved on with their lives. It was like, surprise trans people. And it's like, totally not a big deal. And everyone's cool with it. It handles it very well. And can I say the sex was super hot? The sex was great. This was like, uh-huh. this was one of the best, like this, this book had multiple very hot sex scenes. Mm-hmm. And in the conversation of Andrew being like, this is a new experience for me. He's like, oh, is there anything else that I should know about like having sex with you? And Eric's like, well, I kind of like it rough. And Andrew's like, oh, how rough. And they sort of communicate that. And then, oh, it was so good. Right. Well, and another important thing, like Eric says, uh, he uh, he hasn't gone through the surgery mm-hmm. and isn't sure he's planning on doing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, but he likes all of his sex parts mm-hmm. and he likes them to be utilized. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was so happy like with the verbiage with the way he using he's like mm-hmm. uh these are my parts and if you're not okay like we can do other things but just you know like that may be the end of the road because mm-hmm. <laughs> i like to feel things mm-hmm. and uh andrew was like well i've never done it before so just so you know you may have to guide me along and he's like no problem <laughs> and and then Andrew got good at it very quickly. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So there we go. Yeah. It was great. No, and it was very loving, very consensual. Very consensual. Like lots of talk. Mm-hmm. And also they were, f- they had fun banter mm-hmm. while they were having sex too. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't just like <sighs> dick and mouth and like just that. It was like they giggled. They did. And they had like fun, silly side talk. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't just like this the type of stuff that I hate, which is like fake sex talk. Mm-hmm. It was like, here's real sex talk that we're having, but also here's like funny talk that we're just having about regular life stuff. Yeah. And then, oh my God, this is weird. Like, oh no, we're naked. Oh, 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 wait, wait, my, my foot's in a weird place. No, 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 it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> and it's like, oh my God, you're so hot. I know you're hot too. Do me hard. Oh, I intend on it. Wait, wait, are you okay there? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Great. Uh, it was really nice. It was super fun. Yeah. Um, and honestly, like, so then the big conflict in so many ways is that Eric is still, like, hung up on the fiancé thing. And Andrew is not sure, like, he even still wants to be there. And they, they, they're both American, but they live in different parts of the Right. Like, one's East Coast and one's, like, Chicago or yeah, yeah, something. Yeah. Like, like, far and, enough that it's... Yeah, Andrew's Midwest, Eric Seattle. So... Oh, okay. Um, so, like, it's... So there's that too, and Eric's like, "Why don't you just come and stay with me?" And you, you don't have anything else to do. Why don't you just come and stay with me in Italy? And Andrew's like, "No, uh, just because I don't have a job doesn't mean I don't have stuff to do." Right, and also like, "Hey, I just met you, and like, it's a weird money. So like, Andrew can't pay for anything." Right. And, and so, like, what's the expectation here? Like, oh, Which was all fair, but they're yep. also all open and honest about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then Eric... And at that point, they've been fucking all day, every day. All day, every day. And Eric pulls back. He's like, oh, yeah, maybe that was too much. 
Right. And then yeah, Eric acknowledges maybe I was just sort of getting swept up in things, and, and maybe it was more ring about moment. having somebody at Rome, yeah, in Rome with me, yeah. And that's the ring moment where he considers he's like. I really need to consider why I asked him to come. Mm-hmm. And he does. And what he does is like a very brave thing. Mm-hmm. In other books, this would probably have been poorly handled. Mm-hmm. But so what he does is he calls his ex-fiance and he needs like, he needs clarification. He needs to know why this, this all went down. Mm-hmm. Um, and his ex-fiance is like honest with him. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, you and not cruel not, not cruel, mean not mean and and eric's not mean with him either Mm-mm. and eric acknowledges up front like i think i've been thinking about this and i think i wasn't spending enough time with you i think i genuinely wasn't like in that relationship mm-hmm. and that i was so concerned about the job but starting and my company, company blah, blah, blah. and then i was more concerned with getting married than i was about the person i was marrying marrying and his fiance's like yeah absolutely that's what Mm -hmm. happened i shouldn't have had an affair i should have gotten out and i shouldn't have agreed to marry when i knew this was already going bad Mm -hmm. and then they just like acknowledge that and eric's like i still want to be friends with you and the other guy's like yeah i want to be friends with you too i like you and then both of them are like we may need time it's like yeah totally of course obviously and it was like Oh my god. <laughs> See, people can be adults. And ah And Eric immediately afterwards is like, I need to be alone tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that was a rough conversation and I am feeling tender. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have sex tonight. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't. <gasps> he stays in his stateroom and it just has a a quiet night to himself. Mm-hmm. And then the next day he wakes up and he's like, I think I'm ready to make a decision about Andrew. And I want Andrew to come still. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to ask him again. Because he's already said no. And at that point, Andrew's like... Like, he's had a deep conversation with his mother. And his mother's like, you are not getting this opportunity again. But not only that, you have your laptop. Just job search from Rome. <laughs> I was thinking that, too. It's like, just spend an hour a day. Yeah, even. and he's like... Oh yeah. Oh oh yeah. And like and and he's like, but but what if like I have to do like like what if they call me in for an interview what right away? And his mom goes, you can't do it. You just say no. And they're like, well, but what if that means they won't hire me? Why would you want to work there? Oh. oh. <laughs> and well, and then Eric, who was a little bit pushy about the job stuff at first, and was kind of like. Yeah, there was and, a m- and and was also like privilegey about it. Right, there was a moment that he that he was like, "Oh, you don't need this." And what does an MBA even mean? Blah blah blah. And I wrote the note. I was like, "Oh yeah, taking advice from someone who's hit all the milestones of success that you want to hit, saying that they're not necessary. That's real fun to hear." Right. Oof. Yeah. So and at first he was, and then he pulled back, mm-hmm. like after the conversation mm-hmm. with his fiance, after realizing all of that, and he goes up to Andrew and he's like, "I get it. I'm sorry." Yeah. You absolutely need time, um, and you have to do what's right for you. And I did this on my own, and I don't didn't consider how hard it would be mm-hmm. if that's not your gig. And Andrew was like, "Yeah, but I want to come to Rome." Yeah, and and 
if that's still open and available to me and eric's like oh fuck yeah we're gonna fuck like fucking bunny rabbits let's do this thing <laughs> and they're like yeah and then they do and that's the end of the book, like, they, the end of the book. <laughs> like it's honestly like like sometimes it was a little bit boring because it was just so um, yeah, they, they <laughs> it was were just so reasonable. <laughs> there, there were certain things that each of them said over and over and over again. Yes. Like, it got to the point that Eric was like, oh, well, I wasn't spending enough time with my fiancé, and that's why the relationship ended. But he said that, like, 20 times so throughout the times. book. And every like all the time Andrew was like, oh, but I felt guilty about being here because I should be working on my job search. And just there, there are certain things that just... We're repeated. It's like, we know. Yeah, we get it. We know. Well, and sometimes the stakes stakes just weren't high enough. Yeah. Like, it was like, okay. Like, they're having a good time with each other. They're both perfectly happy for this to be it, if that's all. Because Mm -hmm. they're reasonable human beings. Because they're reasonable people. Um, So, the stakes were not high. Yeah. It was like, if this was the love of their life... Um, they weren't fighting particularly hard for that person, mm-hmm. but that wasn't the that wasn't the game of the book yeah. either. It was just like this is how these two reasonable human beings who are good to each other met. That's it. That's like, it. <laughs> there were certain moments too, because like as soon as they started hooking up, it was like all day every day, to the point that there was one point where Eric was like, "Oh, there was this one you know excursion in this one port that I really wanted to see." But I just like stayed in fucking Andrew instead. It's like they they might as well not have been on a cruise, because they, they just stayed in the room the whole time. And like that to me, I don't maybe just because I'm such a different person. It's like I mean, yeah, I want to fuck this guy, but I, I'm in Europe. I want to go see these things. Like I want to well, go see these ruins. Well, they and they would like some things, like, some things. Well, but like, there were a his, bunch of stuff that they gave his, up. Yeah, there was a bunch of stuff they gave up. Oh, but, and I then mean, there was the moment Eric wasn't interested in going out and seeing anything. There, there was that one thing that it said, like, oh, Eric was super excited. Like, when he was booking the trip, he was super excited to see that one thing. But he skipped it. And then there was the one excursion that they both went on, like, Andrew with his parents and Eric by himself. And there's one point that they ended up together. And it was really crowded. And Andrew was getting really anxious about the crowd. And then, like, Eric took his hand and it helped ease his anxiety. Yeah, like, that was like, this I'm, is bullshit. No. Yeah. Fuck off. Um... Uh, yeah, I'm they, they went on one thing. Sex and they went on one thing together. Um, yeah, I I wasn't really concerned about the, about that in particular. I mean, I get it, but like, I don't know. It was fine. Um, I think, yeah. I again, like, it's just the stakes. Like, yeah, and not that they needed to be higher. Really, that's not what the name of this book was. But it sometimes it just because the stakes weren't high that's why they had to repeat those things over mm-hmm, and over because those were mm-hmm. the only stakes yeah 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 um and so that got to be a bit much sometimes but again and also mm-hmm. reading reasonable people making reasonable decisions right. at the right time when they're supposed to is it's just that's just good yeah but that's not good storytelling all right. the time and for me personally like it could have just been like oh the parents are like Oh, well, we wanted to spend time with you. So it was him juggling his time more. It didn't have to be anything crazy. Like, oh, the fiance shows up and they have to pretend like they aren't. Like, it didn't need to be anything like that. But just like a little more. That's like, okay, this book is them spending every day together in bed. And they're like dealing with their feelings. What? 
what's the problem? They're rational people, so they're going to deal with their feelings. Right. What, what's... It was it was kind of a good lesson why we don't end up reading rational people all that often. But I would also like so many people to read this book mm-hmm. just so that they can see uh, a lovely a lovely trans relationship yeah you know, like just like those conversations mm-hmm. and, and like, the sex was good and the sex was good and like how to be open-minded mm-hmm. and just like how to be game and mm-hmm. how to just go for it mm-hmm. how to like you're sexually attracted to this person you want to have sex with them and like you know you're willing to have this experience to yeah. see what happens yeah. next and both of you being open to the fact that you may not like what's happening mm-hmm. next and then you just stop yeah and like I did feel the whole time, like, the the, the limit of them be spending together. Like, oh, the cruise is ending, right. so we only have so much time together. I did feel that, and, like, the effects of that throughout the whole book. But like, yeah. it just could have been a little more. Yeah, I think... I think but it, it was still... It was. I really enjoyed reading it. I did, too. I honestly did, too. Parts of it, I was just kind of like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You Parts can, of it, you can skim. But, no, it was very simple very sweet little book mm-hmm. and and honestly that's it i yeah. don't i don't have anything else to say yeah yeah right. yeah french connection club privé book one m s parker the past year should have been everything i've ever dreamed why then did i feel like something was missing things have been quiet for carrie summers and her boyfriend gavin manning since they took down gavin manning's business partner for kidnapping and sex trafficking among other things carrie is working as a pro bono lawyer fighting for the abused and exploited people and gavin has been hard at work changing club privé into a dance club in their hard work however they've lost the spark between them could a trip to the French Riviera be just what what they need to bring life back into their relationship and their club? Don't miss French Connection, book five of, of M.S. Parker's Club Privé, featuring her first red-hot couple, Carrie and Gavin. <laughs> That's right. This book doesn't know what number it is. <laughs> It's true. It doesn't the whole time you're reading the it either. The whole time you're reading it. And I thought it was because it says book one. Yeah. So I thought it was book one. And then as I'm reading it, I was like, That's a lie. Oh, this is definitely later in the yeah, series. Yeah, the first few chapters, I was like, am I missing a book here? And oh, then... and So then, much exposition. So just, to, <laughs> just to give everyone an idea of what happens, there's, there's a chapter that ends, and then it says, the end, check out Club Privé book six or whatever. And I was like, oh... Is this actually book five? Well, I guess that's the end. And then I flip over chapter 41. There's a whole other chapter, and then it says the end all over again. Oh, no. What? Uh, oh, no, I might I th- not know the ending of this book. I think this- <laughs> yeah, it says the end. And then I always, like, I don't know why. I just skim, and, and I'm glad that I did. There's another chapter. And at the end of that chapter, it says the end. Check out Club Privé book six. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you I, never finish the book? I don't know now. <laughs> I, I genuinely don't know. Yeah, it says the end twice. <gasps> oh, my God. So that's where we are. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Right. I, I can't wait to find out what happened. Yeah, sure. Or didn't happen. Or Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. So. Okay. Here's this book. I think I read this part. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. And. 
So, Carrie and Gavin. Oh my god. I, do, I don't know the last chapter <laughs> of this book. <laughs> I don't know if my notes are detailed enough to, like, even talk about it. I'm s- I am just making a big smiley face right now. <laughs> this podcast has already taken a turn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Settle in, folks. So, this book begins with Carrie at work. She's a pro bono attorney who specializes in cases involving uh, sex trafficking and domestic abuse, things like that, because she cares very deeply about it. And mm-hmm. that's great. And um, she she wants her assistant to help with something, but her assistant's gone. Where could she be? And she's like, oh... Carrie goes to check the bathroom to see if she took a break without telling her. Yeah, that was bitchy. I was, I was like, like, what the fuck is wrong with you, Carrie? Uh, and then um, the UPS man shows up. Mm-hmm. Only it's not the UPS man. It's her boyfriend, Gavin. And he even has like a package and it turns out that it's a set of lingerie that he wants her to wear. And then they fuck in her office. And it's pretty good. That was a pretty good scene. Yeah, um, there was a disturbing moment where he says he told her assistant to take an extra hour off, and he paid for the assistant's lunch to make that happen. And I was like... Yeah, that too. Uh, okay. Yeah, so he surprises her at work with uh, a sexy present and sex. And then and that seemed like... And it was fun. It was yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, and it was fine. great. It was and fun. then the next four chapters, they talk about how they never see each other. And they never have sex. And they never have sex. And their relationship is suffering because they never see each other and they never have sex. Yeah. And I'm like, but then, no. But then but they say just... how long that they've been dating. Uh-huh. And it's like a year. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no, you're fine. You're f- Yeah. That's about the time where you stop. Yeah. And I was like, did I you... I mean, you don't stop having sex, but like... It's, like, less. Right. Also, like... He said something, like, only four times this week. Oh. Heaven forbid. Also, he's taking over a business, and she's starting a legal practice. So they're both gonna be busy. That's fine. Well, he hasn't taken over a business. He had a club. Well, no, he... He's having to take it over because of the partner is gone. Right, right. Which oh, we're gonna get the in, whole thing. We're That's gonna get into thing. that in a little bit thing. later. But it's like, okay, author, writers, writers, if you want us to see that their relationship is suffering because they feel that they aren't connecting and that they aren't spending time together, which is a real problem. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't have the book start with them having sex. Like hot, great sex. Hot, hot, great sex. When they, like, com- we they never communicate see each other with anymore. each other and do all those things. Right. And it's just like, what? It, what? Okay. So here's the thing. So, because this is actually book five, despite what the cover of the book says. So, Carrie and Gavin met at Club Privé in New York. And it was a sex club. It was a club for consenting adults to come and have uh, sex Rather that be anonymous sex or voyeuristic sex or group sex, whatever you want to do. It's a it's a establishment full of consenting adults. Great. There are like back rooms. If you're into certain things and want a little bit of privacy, that's great. Great. Good for you. Um, Gavin takes it over with a partner whose name I've forgotten. 
because uh, he's not in this book because we have four other books that we haven't read yet. Although there's a very funny moment where the the current um, antagonist or like faux antagonist, we don't know that yet. The current antagonist, the author accidentally calls that antagonist by the old antagonist name. Great. <laughs> and I was like, oh, <laughs> great, 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 great. Um, so it turns out that the old antagonist, the, the, the business partner, was actually um, running a prostitution ring out of the club. And then at some point trapped Carrie in one of the back rooms and tried to sexually assault her. And Gavin killed him? Yep. Yeah, Gavin killed him. Yeah. <laughs> Christine's just like, what? what? And yeah. That's what they're building their relationship on. Yeah. A murder? A murder. <laughs> Gavin was cleared of all charges. Yes. Like, we start the book knowing that there was, like... They're like they went through the legal system a little bit. We well, no, we start the book knowing that he owns this club and something happened. That right, he's right, 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 right. Turning it into a dance club and not a sex club. Not a sex club. And then it's like four chapters in, what's like, oh, and then the murder. <laughs> and then it's another couple chapters before Carrie's like, oh, and that's when he tried to sexually assault me. It's just like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, it was like I was like, what. What? It was, also, that book sounded way more interesting than this one. <laughs> <laughs> Although it I think I would have nuts. all the problems that we ever have with ma- with male characters, mm-hmm. we would uh, we would have had with that particular book. Yeah. That yeah. he's like magic dick that solves all of your self esteem problems. Solves all of your self esteem problems. Um, he's the strong rich man. Uh, like he's also going to dominate her. Jealous. Dominating. dominating. Okay, so here's the thing. Oh God, I hate the jealousy streak. Oh, I fucking. Okay, so oh. here's the thing. Okay, so something that I really did appreciate about this book is that it was a pretty good representation of a BDSM dom sub relationship, in that Carrie had never really explored that kink before. And then she met Gavin at the club hoping to explore that. And he's been sort of like introducing her to it. And then we find out that the sex has been more vanilla than she wants because he's afraid that because of the potential or the almost sexual assault that she and because of what happened at the club that she's afraid of that or that if he like unleashes the beast, it'll make her uncomfortable. When really she wants him to to boss her around and just like take her rough. And like, yeah, if that's what you want, go for it. Anyway, so what I find interesting, they meet at a sex club. They both get so jealous all the time. Oh my God. Whenever somebody, and this is another book where every single woman that we meet is trying to fuck Gavin and that makes her a bitch. And it's just like, okay, hold on here. You met at a place where people are having sex in front of other people. And yet you hate it. You get so angry and jealous when other people even look at your partner. What is going on like, here? There was the, like the worst one of the, like, there was a bunch of moments I hated. So there's a moment though. So they're at the French Riviera and at some point and like, at some point. they, um, there's like a a partially nude beach like mm-hmm. right there and like women take off their tops and mm-hmm. but so she's gonna go out there and she doesn't actually do that she wasn't thinking about doing it but then she kind of knows it's gonna piss gavin off but mm-hmm. like actually piss him off not sub dom stuff but 
actually piss yes. him off. Yeah, because they're having a fight. Right. And so she's like, I'm going to do it. So she goes out there and he is enraged. Right. Like, he's like, only I should be allowed to see you. And yeah. it's like, okay, what? This is the French Riviera. This and is, also, this is your thing. And I was right. like, what? There's another, there's another, there's like this constant undercurrent of like, oh, me from Gavin's point of view, me helping Carrie tap into her kink has helped her become more confident as a person. And I love it when she wears like revealing clothes and I love it when she feels comfortable wearing more risque clothing in front of people and like being a little sexual out in public because it shows off how confident she's become that guy's looking at her i'm so fucking pissed off you can't have it both ways no what is going on well then also like the exceedingly weird club scene where they go out together he's got to do his work Mm -hmm. he has to like schmooze and like do things Uh and there's a woman on his arm who's kind of a part of the whole scene so Mm. he's got to hang out with her a bunch which seemed completely reasonable i could understand being jealous sure i could also understand like not liking that lady oh yeah because she was throwing herself Mm -hmm. at somebody who's obviously in a monogamous relationship Mm -hmm. so like Mm -hmm. i could see being upset by all that but they had an agreement that this was work stuff yeah and that carrie was just tagging along Mm -hmm. and carrie refused to like just have a a nice time by herself Mm -hmm. she could have danced she could have had a good time but then also he was being a fucking dick he was being a dick and then like he could have easily said like hey i gotta go walk around are you fine by yourself Mm -hmm. he just walked the fuck off and then he left the party to go pick up a necklace for her yeah because the jeweler was going to zurich the next day or something stupid like that but couldn't be bothered to say something like i'm sorry i'm gonna have to step out if you're not comfortable here by yourself you may want to go back to the hotel because he wanted it to be a surprise right no fuck you no this book also, made absolutely no sense also french riviera there are delivery boys yes yes okay okay so here's the thing so gavin owns club Privé, which used to be a sex club but then after like the sex trafficking incidents which He's turned into a regular dance club, mm-hmm. which he hates. He's he himself turning- wishes that it was still a sex club. Right. And then he was like, oh, well, it's not making as much money. Obviously. Mm. Obviously, it's not making. And there was a very long time in this book that it seemed that they were equating sex clubs. W- like, every single sex club in the world has prostitution in it and, like, sex trafficking. Okay, but here's the thing. I'm I'm not bothered by sex clubs having prostitution. Um, as long as everybody knows that that's happening right. and everybody's consenting to it, and those sex workers, yes, are on are like activated cell phoning people. Right, right. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. That's okay. That's, yes. I don't have a problem with that. Yes. Thank you. So it's good that we draw a line between sex work and sex traffic. Yes. There is a big yes. difference. Yeah. 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 So but the con- Carrie hates all prostitutes. Yes. And she says that multiple times in the she book. She hates sex workers. She because hates she sex workers. The two. And like, like, and it's just like there. And it's like, I mean, she's trying to help people who are genuinely being sex trafficked. Yes. And I honor that work. And mm-hmm. that is absolute. Sex work is also work. Right. And so it was like, what the fuck? But especially in a book that was about people having sex in a sex club. Right. It seemed for a long time that they equated sex clubs with sex trafficking. I'm like, do they think that sex clubs are places where like 
people who are sex trafficking have clubs that are fronts for their sex trafficking. And then you read the book, it's like, no, it, it was a sex club. There were people there consensually having sex. It just also happened that the partner was trafficking in sex. So it's just like, what is happening? Anyway, but I will say that there's a moment where, because, and it, we, it takes a while to get there, but Carrie's basically like, hey, you used to be a lot more dominant in bed. And I really like that. And you've pulled away from that. And Gavin's like, yeah, these are my concerns for your feelings. And that, like, you're going to equate me with the old partner. And they sort of talk through mm-hmm. um, through that in a, in a very nice way. And then there's another moment where he's like, but what if blah, blah, blah. And she's like, but I mean, like, BDSM is based on trust. And we have safe words. And I trust you that if I say a safe word, you're going to stop. And it's like, yes, that's how these relationships work. Good. I mean, like, that's like one of the few good things this book did. I'm like, okay, yeah. Yeah. Like, if you want to see a better-ish, like a relatively good representation of a consenting BDSM relationship, this is there for you. Maybe the other books, it's a little more interesting because in these books, they're like, they're pulling back from the BDSM. So maybe in the previous books, it's a little more hardcore. So if that's your thing, maybe. I I don't don't even know. Anyway, so the plot. Gavin owns this club that he's turned into a dance club instead of a sex club. Meanwhile, this guy, Vincent Powley, has heard of the club and approaches Gavin saying that he wants to open a club privé as a sex club in the French Riviera to cater to the sorts of people who vacation in the French Riviera. And Gavin's like, oh, if he thinks that it's a sex club, but it's not anymore, and, like, oh, if I tell him it's just a dance club, he probably won't want to do business, and I really need the money. Because he's uh, footing the bill for Carrie's business. Yep, yep, yep. She's She has no source of income at all, except mm. for him. Yep. Um, and, so, yes, they're not even married. It's like, ooh. I know. So he's sort of, like, he... And he... Vincent's kind of sleazy from the beginning, and he's like, oh, but I need the money, and maybe it's just, like... The sort of oh, there are a lot of instances too where people assume that Carrie and Gavin, because they are in the kink community, are in an open relationship, and they get really offended by that. I'm like, you can't, you can't, you just have to say, oh, we're monogamous, and other people in the kink community are gonna be like, oh, okay, sure. Yeah, if they're good, if the other people in the kink community are good, they'll be like, oh, okay, right. so, so you don't want to come watch us have sex? No, we're not into that either. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, sorry, sorry if I, sorry for assuming, etc. Anyway, so Gavin basically uh, goes to meet Vincent in the French Riviera, and he's like, you know what? This would be a great opportunity if I take Carrie. It'll be a great like I'll have to do a little bit of business each day, and then the rest of the time we can spend together, reconnect, all that kind of stuff. So let's just do it. So they go to the French Riviera. And then they're spending money left, right, and center, despite the fact that they're worried about money. He's buying her dresses. He's buying her jewelry. Like, I don't even... Anyway. So then, um, Vincent introduces them to Felice and Marguerite. Ugh. Felice is this, like, French singer. I... Yeah? Fucking... Hate the plot of this book (laughs) (laughs) because here it is said again a a red herring (sighs) 
And it's, ugh, it was so frustrating. The twists. So Vincent introduces Gavin to Felice and Marguerite. Felice is a French pop singer who's like, I got the sense that she's kind of like the Lady Gaga of France. Yeah. And yes, then I did. I got that too. Marguerite is her friend slash assistant slash manager. And everyone is aware that Marguerite is in love with Felice. But Felice will only really fuck Marguerite if there's a guy that wants to fuck both of them. And Vincent, like, takes advantage of this. And and is also throwing them at Gavin. Because he's... He, the, 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 the motivation behind this is that Vincent's like, oh, Gavin, if we went over a bunch of, like, famous people to help, like, sell the club before it even opens, that's really good for business. Which is fair. But then Felice is just like, oh, Gavin, you're so attractive. I'm going to fuck you. And Marguerite's like, I fucking hate this place and everyone in it except for Felice. And then they, like... Somehow force themselves into Gavin's hotel room and they're trying to fuck him. And that, of course, is when Carrie walks in after he left the party to get her the necklace and kind of stupid stuff that doesn't make any sense. And then Vincent has to introduce him to Alize. Yeah, who's a who's a great vendor who knows all the contractors. Because she owns another club. Right, right, right. I don't understand why they actually needed to talk to like I Because she owns a sex club, doesn't she? Uh, no. No, she just owns regular clubs. Oh, it's a dance club, but right. she wants to, they, I don't they under, want to get like, in with her so that she sends her clients yeah, to the sex so, club. But okay. see here's the thing. So what Gavin is doing is he's going to design the club and put mm-hmm. in some money. To, for like a part ownership mm-hmm. so he needs to talk to this woman so that he knows where to source materials yeah this was boring so, <laughs> <laughs> so that means she invites him onto her boat and tries to fuck him yes. and that's of course when carrie sees him with pierre the journalist the journalist who's hunting down sex trafficking yeah so Pierre, the journalist, suspects Elise of sex trafficking, and he approaches Carrie and somehow knows who she is. And he's like, oh, I'm familiar with the work that you've been doing. Maybe you can help me, because I've seen you with Elise. And Carrie's like, oh, yeah, my... It felt like, it, it felt like he was saying, I saw your TED Talk, and... <laughs> or I've been stalking you, one of the two. Um... So then P- Pierre brings Carrie to see Gavin getting kissed by Alize. Of course, she sees them. And this is after the threesome incident. Yeah, that wasn't a threesome that, incident. It's just like and one. And Gavin's like, you have to trust me. And she's like, I want to, but you keep ending up in these situations. Right. And then there's a point where they're fighting and she gets a phone call from Pierre. And she's like, oh, this will cheese him off. So she's like, oh, yeah, I'll meet you over there, Pierre. Thanks. Bye. And he's like, oh, I'm so upset about this. Only I'm allowed to talk to you. And she's like, I have to go talk to Pierre now. Au revoir. She doesn't learn French. She doesn't bother learning French. Um, but Gavin is fluent. Yeah. So, blah, Sorry, blah. but the, I had the biggest eye roll right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. A bunch of shit, ha- bunch of shit happens. Turns out that Vincent... And, uh, there's a point where they... Where, Carrie suspects that Vincent is in league with Alize and Vincent's trying to set up sex trafficking, a sex trafficking ring through his club. And Alize is already participating in sex trafficking. Turns out Vincent actually isn't. He actually hates Alize because they're from the same town in Corsica 
And it turns out that Alizé tricked his daughter into sex trafficking and she died. So now he's... <laughs> Christine gasped and looked at me so confused. So yeah. now Vincent is trying to bust Alizé to get revenge on his dead daughter, but he thought that Gavin might have been into sex trafficking, despite the fact that very obviously, and I'm sure this was in the news, that it was the partner who was in sex trafficking and Gavin killed him. So yeah, Vincent's... And, and also it did seem like Vincent was trying to sex traffic um, that pop star Felice who is actually being sex trafficked yes by the other woman from Corsica yeah so she's a sex trafficked pop star yep from Corsica it's all of it all of it all of it and that Vincent is sex trafficking or trying to use to get I don't know what he's pretending to be a sex trafficker so that he can get in good with Alize to get enough proof to like get her busted and he thinks that Gavin's in on it but then eventually they both realize like oh okay although um, why would Gavin be in on it if Vincent was the one who brought him I know to and then and then there were a few after like the the there was the moment he's like oh Felice said that you didn't fuck her or whatever and Gavin's like no that's not my thing and Vincent's like oh that was a test now I know that you're not a sex trafficker or some bullshit like why, that. Why would he like, what if he just wanted to have sex with Felice or and Philomena or whatever their names were? <laughs> Marguerite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Philomena. I, like, it was so convoluted and bizarre. And then Alizé figures out that Carrie and Gavin are onto her and they like, she invites Gavin, oh, she invites Gavin to a big party. Mm-hmm. Carrie and Pierre sneak in. Pierre goes crazy all of a sudden. Yep. Was he actually in on it? Or was he just like everything... We have to do anything to get the story. And I'm willing to sacrifice no. other people. Or... Yeah, no, I think he was in on it with Alizé somehow. Some shit. I don't know. Like there was... Yeah, some... Anyway, there's a point where Carrie sneaks into there's the house. bodyguards. She gets trapped in a room and right. Alize is like I'm going to fuck your boyfriend and then I'm going to kill you. <laughs> right, so because so Alize like plants on her uh, a bracelet, a diamond bracelet and then oh, pulls yeah. it out and is like oh, she look you tried to me. steal from me and she's like what bitch? <laughs> so like everyone at this party will believe me and not you. I'm going to urge you into the police come and of course it's like crooked cops I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. And then so then there's a point Pierre. Oh right, because then the um, then yeah, then Pierre comes to rescue her, but yeah. in, in fact he's actually gonna rape her or something or something. <laughs> so she dispatches with him. She he killed the bodyguard. Yes, 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 yes. And then he's gonna rape her, but she takes care of him. And then she walks in on uh, Elise and Gavin, and Gavin's like. Uh, or he was like willing to fuck her to get I, the evidence or something. Things were getting wrong here, but honestly, it, it was matter. such a mess. But all the, all what is important, yes, is that at some point, Alize is like, "I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want," and Carrie picks up a gun and she's like, "Turn yourself in," and Alize is like, "You're not going to shoot me," and Carrie flat out shoots her yep. in the shoulder. Yep, she's like, "Fuck," she's you. like, "Fuck you, bitch!" Bam, bam. And and then it all works itself out. I what was what was the last what was the last chapter? Something stupid. <laughs> I don't I don't really like remember a wrap up where they all decide I they're think, fine. Yeah, let me double check. Let's see if I can piece it together from what I. Okay, so Vincent's like deciding. I'll give you a thank you, and then like Vincent told us about the gift and the driver. 
Um, blah blah blah. Jet lag. I guess they're back in New York. Officially, oh, officially, we'd been engaged for two months. Oh, of course. But tonight was uh, so tonight we were reopening Club Privé and not as a dance club, so we turned oh. it back into a sex club. Of course, okay, that makes sense. So that's fine. Oh, and then it's it's probably because a bunch of the other books, I think. So there was one book that was oh, about these. Oh, and then these... they have sex where he's very dominant, and that's what she right. wanted. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and I assume, like, uh, there was one other book that was about these two, but then a bunch of the other books were about her girlfriends. Oh. Because she, because, like, the night they went to Club Privé the very first time, um, she was with all of her lady friends. Yes. And... Uh, there was a little bit of a hint about the types they were as people. Mm-hmm. Like one woman was a dominant woman, mm-hmm. and then there was another woman who, like, uh, like Carrie is the mousy girl mm-hmm. um, of the friends, mm-hmm. and then there was one woman who was dominant, successful person mm-hmm. who was like Dom. I, I get the feeling like all these women were dominated by men, mm-hmm. but even if they were Dom people themselves, but I don't know, mm-hmm. and like. And then there was another woman who was something, something. And, like, two, one or two of them had already met a man. Yeah. And, like, there was one woman who was still, like, not hooked up with yeah. a guy yet. Anyway, it's just so Oh, my nuts. God. There's so many fucking things that happened in this book. It was so insane. I And at every turn, I was like, what is happening? What is happening? What on earth is happening? There was also bits about the mafia in Corsica. Yeah. I don't yeah. remember all of that. Anyway. And like, the, it, and, like, the thing is, at the root of it, is two people who are in a consensual dom-sub-BDSM relationship... And something happens externally that affects that relationship so that the the man who plays the dom role is concerned that his girlfriend, who is submissive, wouldn't feel comfortable with that kind of sex anymore. So he pulls back and that's not what she wants. And then they talk through it and they figure it out. And that in and of itself is great. Yes. And I wish that were in all the books. Yes. And then there's all this other... Oh, oh, and then at the very end... After they, they, like, they shot Alizé and the cops show up. And she's like, you can't prove anything. She assaulted me. Oh, these accusations are insane. And Gavin's like, oh, he had a recorder up his sleeve. Because of fucking course he did. Ugh. Yeah. So the, the, the sex, the relationship, the BDSM stuff, that was all great. Everything else was just insane to it was, me. It made no fucking sense. Oh, like, God. It wasn't, th- like, it was, like, intended to be some sort of sex thriller. It was mm-hmm. not thrilling. No. Um, the parts, oh, my God. Marguerite made me so sad. And just, like, the oh, situation that she was in. So sad. It was so terrible. I think there was also, like, I, I, I got the feeling that there was a sense, like, there's supposed to be like a switcheroo sort of feeling where like it's usually the woman who's like being like forced into weird sex stuff and like that's what happened in the last book like it was carrie being forced into weird sex stuff Mm -hmm. with like his partner but now it's now it's this one it's gavin who's like feeling like he's forced to maybe have sex with this woman and it's like woo. and it was like i'm not feeling that i I don't care and it's like i don't know why this woman wants to have sex with him except that she always gets what she wants Mm -hmm. i don't know i who the hell knows? Oh, but I mean, like, Gavin's really hot. Every single woman hits on him. Everybody Except for Marguerite. Him. Except for Marguerite. Because she's in love with Felice. Yes. Poor Marguerite. Poor Marguerite. Ugh. So that's that book. That was that book. Okay.
All right, Claire. Yes, Neil. Should we fuck, marry, kill? Let's play fuck, marry, kill. <gasps> fuck, marry, kill. Mm-hmm. Uh, who should go first? Uh, you go first. Okay. Um, I have a real one and a funny one. <laughs> Which one do you want? Um, do the real one, I guess. Okay. Okay. We'll mention what the funny one was. Okay. And then listeners, they can play fuck, marry, kill at home. I mean, we can just do. We, we can, can do, do as many all of, of these them. As it's we it's want. our it podcast. Matter, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the real one, and it's it's cheating because it's only pulling from one book. So no, I get it. Too bad. Um, so Claire, fuck Mary, kill Felice, Alize, and Pierre. Oh my gosh! Uh, I want them all dead. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna fuck Felice. Okay. Because I think there's a little bit of distance there, mm-hmm. and I think like she's probably fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and also parties. Yeah, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm going to kill Alize because she seems like the worst. She's the worst. Um, Like she was a villain and that she enjoyed being a sex trafficker. Like in her like, you know, bad guy monologue at the end. It was very obvious that she's like, she does it just because she loves being able to get away with terrible things or something. Yeah. It was very weird. Um, Which means I guess I have to marry Pierre who is terrible. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't want to fuck him, and as we know, mm-hmm. you can have a marriage with no sex. <laughs> yeah. As this, was, so yeah, I will marry him, and maybe then get some sort of French citizenship. Okay. And, oh yeah. And that's how it'll go. Good. Ugh. Ugh. I want to kill all of them. Yeah. But I get it. Yeah. Okay, I get it. You. Um, I would marry Felice. French citizenship, raking in all that pop star money. And I would do, I would work with Marguerite to either convince Felice that Marguerite is good for her and that they should be together or help Marguerite get over Felice. Because mm. the only person in that book I really cared about was Marguerite. Mm. And I want to help her. Um, and then I would fuck Pierre. And then I would kill Alize. She was a monster. She was a monster. Yeah. Do you want to do the fun one just for fun? Yes, yes, yes. Do fast? the fun one. Okay. Fuck, Mary kill. Bonus. Bonus FMK. Woo. We've been drinking mimosas. We're playing fast and loose. <laughs> Fuck you rules. Yeah. That we made ourselves. Okay. Claire. Fuck, Mary kill. Beaches. Uh-huh. Ruins. Ooh. And cruises. Ooh. Ooh, I'm gonna kill cruises. Okay. Um, mostly because I think um, they're probably bad for the planet. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I'm going to marry ruins because I love ruins. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. love ruins. Mm-hmm. Ruins are the best. I'm gonna fuck beaches because yeah. I feel like that's a good temporary thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want to be on a beach forever. I I can't be on a beach forever. I would burn to death. Yes, but um, I do love a ruin. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I would do the exact same. I would kill cruises. I've never been on one. I hear they're fun, but whenever I hear or think about cruises, I just think about those poop cruises. That's all I think about, and I don't want to be in that situation. Um, I would fuck beaches at night when I don't have to wear sunscreen. (laughs) Um, And I would marry ruins. Oh, my God. So years and years ago, I went to Greece with my mother And there was one day that she wasn't feeling well, so she stayed in the hotel, and I was, like, sort of wandering around doing my own thing, looking at all the ruins. 
And there was just something about it. It's like, I just want to like look at ruins all day, eat amazing food for dinner, and then go back to the hotel and fuck all night long. That sounded like such an amazing way to spend my day. That sounds fucking delightful. Right? So I'm going to marry some ruins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Sounds great. Um, well, mine's not actually all that different from that. Oh, okay. Uh, mine is uh, Neil. Yes. Fuck, Mary kill. Uh-huh. French Riviera. Uh-huh. Rome. Uh-huh. Gibraltar. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> um, I could not, I could not, could not make you think about these people. <laughs> <laughs> You're a better person than I. Um, I mean, the... You know, the boys from Adrift are great. Sure, sure, sure. I sure. wouldn't want to, like, tear them apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess I'm going to kill Gibraltar. Just because I don't know a lot about it. I'm sure it's good. I want to go. Yeah. I bet it's great. I mean, it's still British. It, yeah. For now. Yeah. Brexit. They have monkeys and See things. See how that goes. Yeah, right. Um, and Spain's like, oh, can we have that back now? Can we? Can we have that back? It's just right there. Can we have that back? The British are like, no. No. And they're like, but I... We haven't given back those marbles yet. Why would we give back a whole fucking rock? Right? Or like the city attached to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, anyway. Um, so, yeah, I think I'm going to kill Gibraltar. Sad face stab Gibraltar. Fuck the French Riviera. Mm. It's a good time, but that's not where I want to be for the rest of my life. And I'm going to marry Rome because I fucking love Rome because it has ruins. Mm-hmm. It has amazing food. Mm-hmm. It has attractive men. Mm-hmm. It has, you know, uh, La Dolce Vita, like it's everything you want. I'm going with. Oh I God, agree completely. Gelato. I'm on board. Oh. On board. Yeah. Mm. And we mentioned Gibraltar because that's one of the stops in Adrift. Yeah. We didn't get into it. There were monkey antics. It was funny. It was cute. Yeah, it was fine. It was yeah. like sunglass problems. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sunglass problems. <laughs> Good. And the uh, out of all the characters, who would you fuck, who would you marry, and who would you kill? Oh, my goodness. Okay. I think I would marry... Uh, I'd marry Eric. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. delightful. Yeah. Very rich. Um, <laughs> but he worked for it. He worked for it. Yeah. No, and he lives in Seattle, and I like Seattle. And was it Seattle? Yeah. It was. Well, Surprise theme. Yeah. Surprise yeah. theme was Seattle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was the last one. We've read a lot of books that take place in Seattle. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, so it's like, like, I don't know. Like, I think there's a percentage of the LGBTQ books that have taken place in Seattle. Well, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, the ghost one. Yes, the ghost one. Oh, my God. <laughs> That was such a fun book. It was terrible fun. So, um, yes. You're going to marry Eric. I'm going to marry Eric. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to fuck Andrew. Okay. This is going to be fun. It's going to yeah, be so yeah. great. Yeah. And then I'm going to gather up everybody who was in French Connection. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to put them in a cruise boat and just... Give them a Viking funeral? Yeah. <laughs> i i mean i i christine just nodded knowingly i mean if i leave mm-hmm. any one of them undead Ooh. um that would be that the the <gasps> pots like the human trafficking problems oh we my would god alize would be such a good vampire oh my gosh she would be great alize would be an amazing vampire yep i would yep. say like she had the potential to be a really good antagonist yes and that was a, this was just a terrible book um <laughs> So that's where I am. 
Good. Um, I'm gonna fuck Gavin. Oh. Yeah. Um, he is very attractive. He is open to a lot of things. He communicates his feelings. Sometimes. Sometimes. He, when you... He's too jealous for me. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's why I'm just gonna fuck him the once. <laughs> it's fine. And I, I figure I'll learn a couple things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to... I'm also going to marry Eric. He was great. He was great. Yeah, he was oh, great. He was wonderful. And I'm going to kill Felice because she was a garbage person and so that I can free Marguerite. Free Marguerite. And you know what? And if Marguerite, like, spends the rest of her life mourning Felice and just ends up in a convent or something... It's probably... It's going to be better. It's still going to be better. She still will be better off. She's not participating in some very convoluted human trafficking ring. Yeah. That... And Felice knows that Marguerite is in love with her and also takes advantage of that. Yes. They're all... Uh, okay. And the books? Um, yeah. So, um, I think... Um, I think I'm gonna... Uh, I'm gonna fuck adrift. Mm-hmm. I'm, I... <laughs> I'm not like I don't think I could marry a drift. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. close. It's close. It's close. It was really, really close. I, I date it for a while. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and I am. I wish there was another thing because I'm gonna kill the French Connection. Mm-hmm. And I wish there was just like a harsher sentence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna date, fool around with a drift, and I'm going to take. Gavin and Carrie's relationship, not Gavin and Carrie, their relationship, extract it from French Connection, point it out to a lot of other writers that we've read, being like, here, mm-hmm. this is what this looks like, and then kill French Connection. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yep, that sounds good. That sounds absolutely the correct thing. Right. Okay. Oh, so. man. Oh, hey, Claire. Oh, yeah? Guess what time it is. What time is it? It's time for our favorite game. Christine Guess! Claire, 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 What are we reading next? Okay, so we are reading Painted Faces by L.H. Causeway and Freak by E. Davies. Okay. So, Freak by E. Davies, and Painted Faces by L. H. Cosby. Are those the full titles? Those are, well, as far as I can tell, this one's okay. on the cover. Okay, okay, okay. That's right. So, so who knows? Who kn- <laughs> Clowns. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? That is a good guess based on the titles. Yeah, I was thinking circus. Oh. Is it circus? It is not. <gasps> ah! <sighs> I'd love to read circus romance novels. Carnivals, maybe, too. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, oh, my God. The like Night crazy. Circus. Oh, God. I love that uh, book We so can't much. do it for this podcast because we've both already read it. But it's, it's such so a good. good book. So good. It's so good. Uh, um, oh, oh, God. Um, freaks and Painted Faces. Mm-hmm. Makeup Artists? That is close. Oh. Oh. Um, plastic Surgeons? No. Uh um, does it involve the performing arts at all? Yes. Theaters? Um, 
Sideshows? Uh, no, not uh, sideshows. Uh, uh, theaters, but I mean... <gasps> is it burlesque? Yes. Ah! It is drag. Oh, ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm so excited. Oh my god, I'm so excited. <laughs> Sorry, Christine's neighbors. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I ha- like I need a moment. Oh my gosh. Oh. I'm so excited. I am so excited. It's yeah, like these better be good. Oh my god, you know it's not gonna happen. I know. Okay. No, okay, okay no, that was about- that was mean. That was mean. That was mean of me. How about this? I don't care about the romance so long as the drag is fierce. Oh my god, that drag had better be fierce. Okay, wow. Yeah, I am very curious because what, I mean... And one of them's a straight book. One of them's a straight book. Oh. Is it Connie and Carla, the book? Because that would be great. Did either of you see that movie with Neil Vardalos and Tony Collette? No. They're, they witnessed their boyfriends committing a murder because they're part of the mafia in like Chicago or somewhere. So they go into hiding in South Beach as drag queens. South Beach, F- SF? Florida. Ah. Yeah. Um, so they go into hiding as drag queens. And it's, you know, it's a decent movie, but it's Neil Vardalos and Tony Collette and uh, David Duchovny. Oh, I'm going to yeah. watch that one again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's great. <laughs> it's really good. So I'm hoping that the straight one is like that. I'm very I mean, curious. Or it could be anything. I don't know. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. Okay. Oof. Okay. Thank you, Claire. Well, thank you, Neil. Thank you, Christine. Thank you, Christine. Ah, uh, thank you, authors. Thank you very much, authors. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, silence. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Blanc. I don't Blanc. remember the rest of the Thank words. you, Blanc. Blanc Mange. Mange. Big dick, Blanc Mange. Big white dick. <laughs> Oh my god, I feel like Big Dick Blancmange would be a really good drag king Big name. Big Dick Blancmange. Yeah, I love it. I love it. What you what did you say would be the name of your your punk band? Uh the uh Downstairs Lips? Yes. <laughs> downstairs From the last lips. Book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you Downstairs Lips. Thank you yes. Downstairs Lips. Thank you Blancmange. Um and I guess all that leaves us with is Keep fucking! Ha 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 ha!